Welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in once again. I'm your host, Evan Roberts, your health and wellness coach. And if you've been dealing with any issues such as uh, trouble with digestion, trouble with sleep, maybe you have uh, really high stress levels or you're feeling really low energy, maybe you wanna clean up your diet or maybe even just lose a little bit of weight. Whatever it is, feel free to reach out to me to set up a free discovery call so that we can see if a health and wellness program would be perfect for you. They are all custom made to each person specifically so it targets your personal health goals and not just a cookie cutter size uh, one fits all uh, style program. So this is very specific and catered specifically to you. And plus you have nothing to lose. It's a free discovery call to see if one of these programs would be good for you. And from there, we can go ahead and advance on your health journey and get you on track to accomplishing those health goals that you've been wanting to get to. So go ahead and reach out to me either through email or through direct message on Instagram, and we can get a discovery call set up. And aside from that, I wanted to take a moment and talk a little bit about Organifi and their amazing juices and their juice powders that they have. They are of the highest quality personally uh, from any of the other kind of supplements that I've taken or used in the past. They are making sure that everything is 100% organic. They are making sure that it's third-party tested for glyphosate, which is basically Roundup, which you definitely do not want in your body. It causes a lot of issues uh, with things like uh, hormones and uh, reproduction and even possibly digestion. So this is definitely something we want to stay away from and they are making sure that it does not make its way into their products. Not only that, but they use whole food sources. They use things like spirulina and chlorella. They use different herbs like ashwagandha and shatavari, and they also use medicinal mushrooms such as reishi and lion's mane and turkey tail. Let me tell you, their products are incredible. They help to fill in the gap of our diets where maybe some of our foods are falling short and providing the necessary nutrients that we need. And so therefore, by taking this delicious powders that they create, um, we are able to fill in those gaps and provide a little added nutrients to our diets, which is so important and definitely something we could all use a little bit of. So if you would like to go ahead and try out some of their incredible juices, my favorites personally are the red juice, their glow, which is for the skin, green juice, and I love their gold juice for nighttime relaxation. It's kind of like having an adult hot chocolate, adult because it's healthy, I guess, but obviously your children can enjoy it as well. So anyways, go on ahead and head on over to Organifi. I have them linked in the show notes. And for just being a listener of the Elemental Evan show, you receive a 20% off discount code just for tuning in. So make sure that you click on the link in the show notes because the code will be automatically applied at checkout and you get 20% off just for being a listener. And let me tell you, you will not be sorry for trying these products. They're incredible and they're probably going to become a little bit of a daily practice for you as well. So, all right, go ahead and enjoy some Organifi and reach out to me in terms of health coaching. And let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all for tuning in once again. Uh, today's episode is a really 
important episode because it's on some topics that are relatively recent here. Um, and also coming from a person who has dealt with a lot of uh, gut issues growing up, specifically uh, irritable bowel syndrome and uh, parasites um, and lactose intolerance. So I've had a few few different things go on in the past that I've spoken on on other episodes. And uh, you know, one of the really big key players in our the the health of our digestive system you know our the health of our gut microbiome is going to be things called probiotics prebiotics and postbiotics so all three of those play a role and uh, i'm sure many of you have probably already heard of these things or at least have heard of pro uh, probiotics and probably prebiotics as well Uh, the postbiotics would be the one that is a little bit more recent and is still a little bit um ambiguous and in you know what it actually means so anyways my goal today is to really kind of break down uh very simply what these three uh, different things are and uh, what they do in the body, why they're important for you and why you need them basically. So anyways, that's going to be the focus for today. And so to start this whole episode off, I just wanted to first explain that, um, you know, our, our bodies are really, you know, they can be thought of in a way as these walking Petri dishes. Okay. And that's, you know, not a term that I've coined uh, that is by other people, but it's a really good one, you know, because we really are essentially these walking Petri dishes. Actually, um, on our body and in our body altogether, we have trillions of, you know, these different types of bacteria, fungus, viruses, all these different things that make up our microbiome. And uh, obviously, specifically, we're going to be talking about our uh, gut microbiome. So, um, you know, talking about from literally the mouth all the way down to the anus, um, you know, that is our gut microbiome. It starts in the mouth and it works its way all the way down, you know, through the esophagus, into the stomach, into the um, into the intestines, and eventually, obviously, leaving the body. Uh, and all throughout there, we have, you know, these beneficial microbes basically uh, living all throughout and they're doing a lot of different functions in our body that are helping us out Uh, so it's actually what you would call like a synergistic um, relationship in a lot of ways where uh, these little microbes are breaking down uh, what I'll get into later but basically these fibers and uh, there are these fibers that we are not able to break down ourselves and then once they break them down they give off a byproduct which is actually healthy for our bodies so uh, they're very beneficial and on you know in them doing that in return we give them a place to live as well as we feed them food obviously so they don't have to go out and look for the food uh, so it's kind of this weird little relationship that has obviously developed over probably a really long period of time, Uh, but nonetheless, it's very important for us to take care of our microbiome all over our body, but obviously specifically today, we'll be talking about the gut microbiome. And so in order to keep your gut microbiome uh, healthy and functioning properly, you know, there's three things that really come into play here, and I've already mentioned them, but they're the prebiotics, the probiotics, and the postbiotics. So to start off, I'm just going to give you guys these very generic, like, definitions of each one of those, and then I'll break them down a little bit. Um, but I figured I should just start off with the textbook style definition here. So uh, starting off with prebiotics, prebiotics are supplements or foods that contain a non-digestible ingredient. That's very important right there, non-digestible ingredient. 
that selectively stimulates the growth and or activity of indigenous bacteria. So if you didn't fully understand that, don't worry, I'm going to break it down a little bit more. Uh, then going into the postbiotics, these are supplements or foods that contain viable microorganisms that alter the microflora of the host. Okay, so just alter, because there's a little bit of a misconstrued idea there. But uh, anyways, and then on to the last one, postbiotics. So postbiotics are non-viable bacterial products or metabolic byproducts from probiotic microorganisms that have biologic activity in the host. Once again, obviously, if you didn't fully get that, that's okay. Like I said, I'll, I'll break it down a little bit. Um, and then also there's a term called synbiotic, which is a product that contains both probiotics and prebiotics. Actually, there is a company called Seed, S-E-E-D, and they have a synbiotic um, supplement. So it's a prebiotic and a probiotic. Um, I will probably talk about them more in this episode, but just very quickly, um, they're really awesome you know, probiotic, prebiotic uh, supplement to take. They have really done their research. Um, they, you know, really back everything up. If you go to their website, you can go read about all the studies. So you're getting, you know, stuff that has truly been studied and proven useful in human uh, test subjects, right? So not just in animals, which is really big because animals and humans can vary in certain ways. Um, so seed is one of in my opinions personally, and this is not to say that there's not other probiotic um, supplements that you can take out there that are really incredible as well, but I have personal experience with the Seed brand and I really enjoyed their probiotics. They, uh, well, they're synbiotic, right? So pro and prebiotic. Um, I felt that it really actually did help out my digestive system. They pack it with a lot of uh, probiotics and so you're really getting you know, pretty good uh, amount for your money's worth. And uh, like I said, they actually are proven to work, whereas there's a lot of stuff on the market that is kind of like a little shaky. So you definitely should do your research. If uh, you want to try seed, which I do highly recommend them, um, obviously do your research and pick whichever you like. But if you do want to give them a try, I will link them in the show notes. And I believe there is also a discount code. So just for being a listener to the show, you get a discount code. Um, click the link in the bio and it should have it linked in there. Um, but anyways, let's carry on with the show. Uh, so let's go in a little bit more on what a prebiotic is. So I think most people have a pretty solid idea of a probiotic, which I'll explain a little bit more as well. But a prebiotic is essentially a, a compound that feeds bacteria in the gut. Like that's kind of the most basic way you could really break it down. It's like food for the microbes in your gut. It's, it's the food, literally what feeds them and helps them to colonize your gut and to thrive in your gut. Um, so typically these are, uh, fibers, you know, uh, like fibers that your body are not, is not able to digest. So these typically come from plants and, uh, you know, these can be things like inulin and, uh, certain, I think it's oligosaccharides. Um, and these are what bacteria thrive on. So those are just two terms for different kinds of prebiotics. Obviously there's a lot of different prebiotics, but yeah, Really, the reason they're so good is because if you take a probiotic, yes, that's great. You're putting in this, you know, micro, you know, healthy microbe basically, but you're not essentially giving it anything to feed off of. Nor are you giving the uh, the microbes already existing in your um, 
in your microbiome to have something to feed off of as well. So actually having good um, prebiotic fiber coming in in your diet is super, super important for a healthy uh, gut microbiome and healthy populations of good microbes in your gut because there are bad ones as well. Um, there's definitely bad ones, um, but there's also a lot of good ones. And, you know, constantly these microbes are fighting for basically real estate in your you know, gastro gastrointestinal tract. Um, you know, they're always trying to yeah fight for the real estate. So if you can give the good microbes, um, some good food so that they can overpopulate the bad, that is ultimately the goal here. And so for prebiotics specifically, you can take, um, pills, uh, like supplements that have their prebiotics. Um, that's a really great way of getting them in. Uh, there's even powders now. I think like Bulletproof has a powder that is like for gut health. And obviously it has a lot of um, prebiotic fiber in it. I think they use Acacia fiber. Uh, that's one of them. And but there's also a lot of, you know, natural foods that have uh, fiber in them. And so realistically, like most plant foods are going to have uh, some kind of fiber in them, which are going to be good. It, it will be good food for the gut bacteria because uh, this prebiotic fiber is an indigestible fiber. So literally your body alone would not be able to digest these fibers. It would just pass through. But your gut bacteria are actually able to break it down and utilize it. Uh, so we see really high uh, levels of prebiotic fiber in foods like um, Israeli artichoke. It's also known as sunchoke. Um, green unripe bananas or plantains. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had a green banana. It's not exactly the most appealing and <laughs> tasty. Um, but I found that if I catch a banana right as it's slightly green turning yellow, it's doable. Um, a straight green banana is really rough. It's hard to take that down. Um, I know that they do have, I believe, um, like green banana, um, like flour basically. And so I'm guessing that would probably have a lot of prebiotic fiber in it. I'm not hundred percent sure on that one. Um, but, and then you have things, uh, and this is actually what I like to do personally, but like, uh, potatoes and rice, when you cook them, if you go ahead and just let them cool down and then reheat them back up for some reason, that process of cooling down and then warming back up increases the amount of, uh, prebiotic fiber in them. So if you are going to eat some uh, potatoes or some rice, then it would be a good idea to prepare them early ahead of time. So for example, uh, I tend to either, you know, grill some potatoes or maybe I will bake potatoes or throw them even just in some boiling water. And, um, you know, I like to top them with a little bit of olive oil and salt. Uh, it's a really just easy preparation that tastes really good, but you know, it's super simple for me to boil these potatoes, throw them in the refrigerator, let them cool down and then bring them back out for the meal and warm them up. Uh, it's super simple and you increase the uh, prebiotic fiber in them. So it's a really easy way to get your prebiotic fiber in foods that are still tasty and you know, not choking down these like unripe bananas, right? Uh, so yeah, essentially, to give you the cliff notes version of what a prebiotic is, it is food for the microbes of your gut. So the good gut bacteria, right? And uh, due to you know having lack of prebiotic fiber, um, this can lead to things like your gut, you know, getting overrun with these gut, these bad gut bacteria, and having what's called dysbiosis, so an imbalance, right? So now you're having the bad gut bacteria kind of 
raining in your gut now. Uh, so having prebiotic fiber or the food for probiotics, um, or not for probiotics, but for um, the gut microbes is really important. Now, moving on to probiotics, this is something that a lot of people already pretty much know, um, but essentially a probiotic is just, you know, like typically a healthy colony of microbes in a, either, you know, a supplement form or from a food, typically a, a fermented type of food. And uh, yeah, since you can find them in fermented foods, that's typically how I like to try to get them. Although I do still take a uh, probiotic um, pill, which I already explained. I take the seed uh, symbiotic pill, which has the pre and the pro in it, just because I like to really try to take care of my gut. Um, but definitely eating fermented foods is really beneficial in a lot of different ways. Um, it actually in so many ways that I'm not going to get into it on this podcast episode because there would be too much for me to talk about. Now, uh, one thing that we kind of don't fully, I, well, I would say as a whole, um, we don't really fully understand about probiotics is that just because you're taking probiotics, that doesn't mean that those good gut bacteria that you're taking in through pill form or whatever it is, um, are actually populating your microbiome, your gut microbiome. Actually, they typically only last for about 24 to 48 hours before passing uh, through your gastrointestinal system. So uh, it's actually really important that when you take a probiotic that you are somewhat consistent with it. It doesn't have to be every single day, but maybe every other day or every other, you know, like two days, uh, just to make sure that you're constantly introducing these healthy um, microbes into your, your uh, system. But essentially, they're just kind of going in there and helping to repopulate some of the good colonies of microbes in your gut, which is super important. So um, definitely taking them is still an important thing just because they pass through your system doesn't mean they're not still really good. And they do some, uh, like I said, some other things in the body that are extremely important that I will not unfortunately get into on this episode. Um, but yeah, that's what a probiotic is. So a probiotic is essentially the actual microbe itself, like the healthy microbe. And you can find these supplements either refrigerated or not refrigerated. Um, I've heard that it just depends on the strain. Um, so if they're not refrigerated, that doesn't mean they're actually bad. Um, I've heard some people say that they have to be refrigerated, but I've read a lot of evidence saying that it could be either or. And then um, in terms of food, typically with a probiotic rich food, they do have to be refrigerated. So for example, if you see sauerkraut or like pickles or something, and they're just chilling in, you know, the non-refrigerated aisle, uh, those are not going to be probiotic foods right there. They're, they do not have probiotics. Yeah, they w will taste like a pickle or a uh, sauerkraut, but they do not have the same level of um, probiotics in them. So be very cautious when you're purchasing probiotic foods make sure that they are refrigerated. So uh, a little list of the probiotic foods would be things like yogurt. Um, and when it comes to yogurt, I mean, go with whichever kind you like. I just personally would say, watch out for the sugar as in everything. There's sugar in literally like everything. So um, being really mindful that you're getting a yogurt that is sugar-free is my number one thing that I would say. Um, and then after that, I would say, go ahead and try to get a grass-fed milk yogurt. So um, actually Trader Joe's even has a grass-fed uh, yogurt, which is really good. Um, grass-fed is just a higher quality. You get more minerals and vitamins in it. Um, and then you can also try things like uh, goat's milk, like uh, yogurt. So 
I know it sounds a little bit weird if you've never had goat's milk before, but it actually tastes really good. I, I don't think there's too much of a difference, and especially when it's fermented into yogurt, I think it's kind of a little bit harder to tell. Um, but some people like goat's milk yogurt because uh, they say it's easier on the stomach, it's easier to digest, supposedly. As well, um, goat's milk and sheep's milk has uh, higher levels of MCT, medium chain triglycerides, which if you do the keto diet or you do fasting or anything, um, you already probably know what those are. Once again, a whole other topic for another day, but they're good. Okay. MCTs are good. You want them. Uh, so it would be a good idea to maybe try some goat's milk. Um, and then also too, if you can get, it, can get it raw, try to get it raw. That's also a really good thing because it will bring more enzymes in. So anyways, um, so yogurt, Kefir, I actually really like kefir. Um, I think that's just a little bit of a preference, but there's some really awesome kefirs out there. If you haven't tried kefir before, it's like a yogurt, um, maybe a little bit stronger. And there's a really good brand that I'm able to purchase that they are grass-fed, it's raw, and they have one that has turmeric and ginger in it, uh, which is really awesome. So you kind of get those anti-inflammatory properties in there as well. Um, and then sauerkraut. Uh, that's basically just shredded cabbage that's kind of been pickled basically. Um, kimchi, which is a Korean dish. It's kind of spicy, really tasty. Um, there's one, I think it's called natto or nato. I'm not sure. It's, um, I believe it's made out of soybeans. It's fermented soybeans. And then, uh, just in general, pickled foods when done properly can have as well, um, some probiotics in them. So anyways, that was a long winded answer on all the foods that have probiotics, but nonetheless, there they are. And then of course you can also do a probiotic supplement, which as I stated earlier, I do seed personally. Um, yes, I am affiliated with them, but seriously, I tried them out before I got affiliated with them because I wanted to see what was truly a good probiotic supplement out there. I've tried probably in the range of like 10 to 15 different probiotics. And of all of those, I would definitely say seed was my favorite. There were a couple others that I enjoyed and I felt like they did have some benefit to them. One of them was um, Dr. Josh Axe's brand. I think it's um, Ancient Nutrition. Ugh. I think I'm saying that one. I'm not sure, but that one was pretty good. And then I saw that Bulletproof came out with one as well. That's a symbiotic also. So feel free to try whichever one you like. I'm just telling you that seed is one that I enjoy and they really have done the research and they're pretty transparent about it. So anyways, definitely add probiotics though. Add probiotics to your diet, whether it's through food or through supplement. Either way, make sure you're getting them in because they're very important. And then last but not least is postbiotics. So postbiotics is still kind of a recent like discovery in a way, and it can be a little bit of an umbrella term, but overall what it essentially is, is the byproduct given off by these gut microbes after they digest these prebiotic fibers. So once they, yeah, eat and digest these prebiotic fibers, they're actually giving off different like compounds into the body that are actually beneficial to us. So one of those is actually uh, butyrate or um, butyric acid, I believe is how you say it. Um, it's the same thing really. Uh, but butyric acid can do many beneficial things in the body, such as support energy production, uh, reduce inflammation and support gut health. Um, for those of you who drink bulletproof coffee, this is a main reason why Dave Asprey decided to put butter into the coffee because grass-fed butter has high levels of butyrate, 
uh, aka butyric acid which is good for the gut obviously and does all these different things but yeah it's a postbiotic as well so as your gut microbes are digesting these prebiotic uh, fibers, they're then giving off things such as butyric acid, um, which does these amazing things in the body. So yeah, postbiotics are definitely super important. They do a lot of amazing things in the body. They send signals to the brain. Obviously the brain and the, uh, and the gut are connected and they directly speak with each other. Um, and so these postbiotics are definitely sending signals and doing things in the body. And it's definitely important. Now, I have definitely seen some companies starting to come out with postbiotic um, supplements. Personally, I've never tried any of them. Um, I think what they're really aiming to do, and I haven't done a ton of research on this, so please take this with a grain of salt. Um, but or grain of sand, whatever the saying is, sorry. Um, but essentially, the postbiotic supplement is meant to, you know, it's it's different types of postbiotics that when you consume them, whatever the uh, the action is that they create in the body, you know, that's what it, you're going to be doing. So imagine like eating, um, you know, butyrate, right, butyric acid, uh, specifically to get that energy and the uh, reduced inflammation and, and repairing of the gut, right? Um, so there's still really good things and the postbiotics, uh, supplements, there could be some really good ones, especially coming out in the future. Uh, but just in general, I think if you're taking care of the pre and the, uh, probiotics, then the postbiotic should kind of come naturally. If you're feeding your gut bacteria, the right things, and you're helping to populate the good gut bacteria, then you should expect to get some good postbiotics off of that. Now, um, that's not to say that postbiotic supplements aren't going to help play a big role for you, but I would say probably focus on the first two mainly and then kind of go from there. So yeah, pretty much in conclusion, um, you definitely want to be consuming these, right? Like I said, uh, the postbiotics are still important. I'm not trying to like exclude them or anything. I was just kind of saying, uh, definitely focus on the first two, the pro and the pre, um, mainly, and, uh, you know, also try to get them through natural sources. So these fermented foods and eating, you know, a wide variety of plants, you know, uh, raw and cooked, um, really trying to get in a lot of vegetables and a lot of fruit. These are, you know, important things for just a healthy diet in general, but they're really also super healthy for your digestive system. And the reason, uh, for me personally, you know, I'm big on the digestive system because I had issues with it, but realistically, the digestive system is where health really starts. Um, there's a famous saying from some, you know, I'm not sure who it was, one of the Greek um, famous philosophers of, of health and stuff, uh, basically was saying that all disease starts in the gut. And, you know, that's so true, because if you think about it, where does really all of health start. I mean, obviously you have your, your exercise and all these other things, but it starts with your food and your food is first eaten by you and then goes down to the stomach and is broken down. And then all of that nutrients, all of that, the vitamins, the minerals, the enzymes, everything is then broken down and distributed to the body. It's assimilated to the body. It's used as energy for the body, the cells, the organs, everything, right? it literally becomes you. The food you are eating literally becomes you, right? Which is a whole other topic for why you should be eating whole foods and not processed foods like, you know, Oreos and Cheez-Its and all of that stuff. So 
you know, eating whole foods are really important because obviously you want to put the best stuff in to be the best, right? Um, so if your stomach, if you're not just your stomach, but your whole digestive system, if it's not working properly and you are not digesting and assimilating foods properly, then you could be eating all of the right healthy foods, right? But if they're not actually being used and they're just passing through, then what does it really matter if you're eating those foods? You have to have your digestive system working well to be able to really use those beautiful, amazing foods that you're putting in your body and you know spending maybe a little extra money on or even time to go get. Uh, we wanna really make sure that we're dialed in on the health of our gut microbiome to make sure that we are truly consuming these good foods and putting them to use. So super, super important that we really focus on the gut of our or the health of our gut. And on top of that, um, and this is a little bit of maybe a controversial topic, but nonetheless, I feel that I need to say this. Um, and before I say it, I will give the full disclaimer that I am not a medical professional of any kind. I am a health coach, okay, and um, just a lover of all things health. And I'm trying to give you guys the tools to take health um, back into your hands and take control of it, right? And so that will lead me into this topic of antibiotics, which, um, you know, obviously consult with your medical professionals before doing anything, any advice given on this show, okay? Um, but really, when you take antibiotics, and this is not to say that they're bad or anything, because I think there is a time and place for antibiotics, 100%. But the amount of antibiotics that we have been taking is like mind blowing. The I've seen antibiotics prescribed to so many people for things that were absolutely not needed. Um, I've seen it with my mom. I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with friends. I've seen it with so many people. Um, you know, they're so quick to just give these antibiotics out. And I think that, I don't know if maybe it's just lack of education for the practitioners or what it is, but our guts take a huge hit when we take these antibiotics. These antibiotics are really good at doing their job. They really do an excellent job of getting rid of bacteria. The problem is they get rid of the good gut bacteria as well. So when you take these antibiotics, yes, they're getting rid of the bad bacteria, but they're also just destroying your good bacteria as well. And so I've heard that you can actually be left with as little as like one strain of bacteria or microbes in your gut which is really crazy when I just got done saying that there's like trillions of different kinds of these microbes. So, you know, then you have to think about repopulating that system and making sure that you get the right ones in there, you know, and, and not the bad ones and have a healthy population. And it might not ever even get back to the level that it was ever at. So when you have to take an antibiotic, I would just say, make sure it is a very, very necessary time to take the antibiotic. If it's something simple that you could treat with something else, um, I would personally for myself do a different method. So um, I have had, you know, minor bacterial infections before and I have used things like olive, um, sorry, olive oil or olive oil olive leaf extract is a good one, but that's not the one I was mentioning, um, oregano oil. So oregano oil is super antibacterial. 
and I have used it in the past. It's super powerful, so you do have to be careful with it as well and only use it, um, you know, you don't wanna use it for a super long extended period of time. You wanna take breaks, but nonetheless, I have used it for uh, bacterial infections and I have had success with it. Um, I have seen women who have had um, uh, UTIs, urinary tract infections, and they have done a mixture of D-mannose with uh, the oregano oil, as well as drinking cranberry juice and uh, taking probiotics, uh, just you know, doing the whole deal. And uh, I've seen UTIs disappear in 48 hours just through using specifically the D-mannose and the uh, oregano oil, just those two things alone. And then watch your sugar. <laughs> don't don't eat too much sugar. Um, and yeah, so like, you know, there's a lot of things like this where normally a doctor would probably pres prescribe a antibiotic and I don't think they're doing it in a way that's to be, you know, uh, malicious in any kind of way. I think they're doing it because they really truly believe that, you know, this is the best uh, method and, and, you know, action to take. Um, but, you know, it's up to us to really understand our health, have a better relationship with our bodies and to understand, you know, what what is really needed for ourselves and to understand and do our own research. And uh, so, yeah, that's essentially what I'm trying to give you guys here. And so, yeah, just basically when it comes down to the antibiotics, I say be very careful with those. Um, they can wreak havoc on your system. Obviously, once again, I'm just gonna say it, consult your medical professional. You have to do that. <laughs> and anyways, uh, yeah, that's pretty much gonna do it for um, the talk on pre, pro, and postbiotics. Um, I know they can be a little bit confusing and with so much terminology coming out in the health and wellness field, which is amazing because that means we're you know, finding out new things. It also means that there's more to learn and it can be more um, you know, jargon to kind of sift through and find out what everything means. So to give you all just a quick summary again, Prebiotics are food for the microbes in your gut, in your gut microbiome. Uh, probiotics are, you know, these healthy microorganisms that can go into your uh, into your gut and they can help to populate a little bit of the good gut bacteria in there, but essentially they just kind of pass through. So taking them frequently or eating them frequently uh, is a really good thing to be doing for your gut health. And then the postbiotics are the byproducts given off from your gut microbes after they digest these fibers that we are not able to digest on our own. And these postbiotics do things in the bodies, just like I explained with the butyric acid and how it can help produce energy. It can help reduce inflammation and even promote uh, gut health. So those are the three and I hope that helped and I hope you guys have a little bit more clarity on these and maybe are ready to start incorporating more pro and prebiotic uh, foods into your diet and uh, maybe even trying one of these supplements. Once again, you can try the seed. I have the link in the bio, but feel free to try any of the others. Um, like I had mentioned, the Bulletproof uh, brand as well as the, I think it's Ancient Nutrition um, you know, those two, I've, I've tried the ancient nutrition. I did enjoy that one. Um, I haven't tried the bulletproof, but it looks like a good one. So anyways, do your research, uh, check out seeds webpage. They have a ton of research on there as well. Um, and yeah, always, always do your research. You know, this is a, this is an experiment really health is, is kind of an experiment. We have to really play around and tweak little things here and there. And eventually we kind of find our sweet spot. So hopefully I'm helping you guys get to that point. Um, but nonetheless, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope it added some value to your life and uh, give you, gives you something to, you know, 
use as an actionable step to taking your health back into your own hands. So thank you all very much. I appreciate your time and your attention. Uh, Continue listening and I send my love to all of you. Thank you very much. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you are walking away with some practical tools that you can apply to your life today. That is my goal through these episodes is to give you the tools to take control of your health and return to your natural state of health because I believe it's all of the lifestyle choices that we make daily that really take us away from our natural state of health and natural state of being. And rather, we just need to learn how to get back uh, connected with the elements in our food and our bodies to really return to that natural state of health. Health. So I hope that this episode in some way or another helped you to get back to that natural state of health and to feel a little bit more at ease, peaceful in the mind and healthy in the body. And if you have found any form of benefit in this podcast episode, it would go so far to take 30 seconds to a minute to go ahead and leave a review on either Apple Podcasts or any of the podcast platforms that allow it. It goes so far in helping me spread this word to others and to really help people take control of their health. Uh, It takes very little time from you and uh, it means so much to me personally. I read all the uh, reviews that you leave and it really means a lot to see those five-star reviews. So thank you very much. Um, I hope you all have a beautiful day. Do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements and peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. 